everybody welcome back to another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host webby join me tonight we got rob hey guys it's rob and we got my man devin devin how you doing Pretty good how are you hey what's up guys i'm exhilarated i just got back from taking on my polar bears there was multiples i had to fight them all off it was... and you're alive in my way so they can maul me to death that'd be great they can't maul you to death anymore because now I have some new blankets. Sorry, I had to. It was them or me. It was a do or die situation. But no, I don't like that talk coming from you, Devin. It makes me sad. <clears throat> Why would you want to get mauled by a bear? Because uh, then I wouldn't be here anymore. But I, I would miss you. I know, but yeah. And I'm sure others would miss you, but I would miss you. I would miss you. And I know for a fact my mom would. That I wouldn't miss myself. Well, that's not good. But it's relatable because I'm there with you. We're here to talk about SU. Let's do SU. No, now this is going to turn into an hour-long segment of us helping Devin out. Then I'm just going to get off right now. No, never mind. I'll change the subject. (laughs) I don't want help. Listen, that's not the right thing to say either. But regardless. So, okay. So I was watching the beginning of some show the other day. And it, it posed kind of an interesting question. I, I want to say it was Hannibal. I don't remember, honestly. I didn't finish watching it. I think I, like, I watched the first two episodes of Hannibal. Couldn't get into it. But... Was it Nancy Drew? Because you dipped out right away. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. But fuck that show, too. And it's goddamn jump scares within the first 30 <laughs> seconds. So... But it, it kind of posed the question of, obviously, it's not okay to kill to kill a man, right? To kill to kill another human being. But as much as you would want to, you want you you know that morally it's wrong. Well, I mean, there are some instances in which it would be morally acceptable. Well, that's that's kind of what I got. What I'm getting to is then they pose the question, well, what if they killed somebody? Or what if they killed two somebodies? And then it posed the question, how many people would they have to kill before it becomes morally acceptable to do the same to them? And it really got me to thinking, you know, because, I mean, they it, it it's kind of one of those things where, OK, if you commit a crime, like if you commit murder, you go to jail, you know, lifetime sentence, whatever. But like some places will give you the death sentence. What what borders that? Like, how how do you what would be the judgment call on that? <clears throat> I'm not asking legally, like what is the actual What's number, like the but like judgment call on what? On how many, how many people, like how many lives somebody can take before it's morally acceptable to take theirs, just to stop it. I mean, it just. I mean, it depends on. I know, like the legal definition is whatever, but I mean, not even including the legal definition, it's just. It could easily be one for one. It could be. It just. I guess it's a right. case by case basis. I mean, <clears throat> right. I mean, I mean if, if they're like, if they, mur- if they murdered happening. someone and they have no intent, if they murdered like a bunch of people and they have no remorse and no intent. Sure. I mean, that's fine. But I mean, it's that's a really weird gray area. I mean, it depends if they're you know 
are there underlying mental health issues or they're not like i get it i'm just I, yeah it's just a weird i mean not, not a weird question it's just like a what is it mortally acceptable to kill somebody it's like i mean yeah they're like the joker or something like that then yeah i mean just kill them like i think you'll save more people in the longer run but right I mean, there's whole batman comics written about the fact that like batman kind of trumps i mean joker kind of trumps batman's like i mean everybody i've killed is it's kind of on you you could have killed me a long time ago. Right. And I mean, I mean, that kind of ties into another uh, another question that I'll ask in a little bit. But, I mean, Equus, what were you going to say? I was saying, like, if it's currently happening, like, if someone is killing people, I think it's morally okay to stop them <laughs> by killing them if necessary. But if necessary, I mean, being but... arrested after the fact is a little <clears throat> bit more. I don't know why that is, but but like if it's in the moment, like if you're there, and already, like I'm murdering all these people, I would have no qualms about. Okay, well, if I have to kill you to stop you, I will. <laughs> but okay, <clears throat> and then like how about like after the fact, like the whole death penalty thing. Like who? Yeah, I know it's up to a judge essentially to decide that punishment. But what moral grounds do they stand on? Where, okay, this guy killed one dude in a mall, and he's obviously off his rocker. That judge, technically, I, I mean, could that judge issue the death penalty to that person based off you know their state, obviously, because some states don't have it. <clears throat> versus, okay, this guy went into a mall and shot 20 people, and the judge issues the same sentence. Yeah. I mean, usually what they base it on is the likelihood of somebody to kill again. Like, if you, it's a one person, like, you murdered someone that you hated that you knew well. They're like, is he likely to just go out and start killing people again? Probably not. This one that just randomly killed 20 people at a mall because he wanted to? more likely to kill again. So, I mean, that that's kind of what they base it on. Uh, but then some people don't even think that's acceptable, which is why some states allow the death penalty and some don't. Right. So, and I, I do understand that this is, this is one of those arguments that everybody's going to have a differing opinion on. And, <clears throat> you know, our, our opinion, you know, I'll state now that, you know, my personal opinions on the matters or on anything that we talk about, doesn't necessarily reflect all of your guys' same opinions. We all have differing opinions. <clears throat> but, I mean, I'm kind of with you, Rob. Like, if I was a witness to it and I had means to take somebody down, if I had to use lethal force, I would. If it prevented the deaths of other people. Um, but, like, then <laughs> I watched <laughs> a video of people playing, of all things, a tabletop game. And it led me to go look up the actual moral problem of it, of the whole trolley scenario, the, the train trolley problem. <clears throat> now, have you heard this before, either one of you? I have played the game. Right, but do you, have you ever heard? Have you ever actually heard the original trolley mm. dilemma? I have, yeah. Okay, what about you, Devin? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. Okay. So there's technically two situations with this, with this trolley, but I mean, they're both relatively the same thing. So the first situation is, so there's a trolley coming down the tracks and ahead, there are five people tied to the tracks that are unable to move. The trolley will continue coming and will kill all five people. There's nothing that you can do to rescue the five people except pull a lever, and if you pull the lever, the train will be directed to another track which has one person tied to it. You have two choices. Do nothing and five people die, or pull the lever and save the five people, but one person dies. What would you do? <clears throat> we'll go with Rob first. Devin didn't. Go with me first. No, Devin didn't answer. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's the one that I've heard. I don't really know 
what my answer would be. I think I would have to be there in the moment. But, I mean, I would probably pull the lever. Although, like, the, the issue is, okay, so when I'm pulling this lever, I'm choosing which people die. Whereas if I leave it alone, just let it happen as it was going to happen. Right. Am I still choosing who dies? In a way, yeah. So... If you have a means of pulling the lever, then yeah. <clears throat> technically, I mean, you are making the choice not to intervene in it. But then again, I think like, well, what if I was that one person and somebody was like, sorry, dude. <laughs> right. And I mean, the whole thing gets skewed, too, where it's like, what if I said, okay, there's five people, there's sides of the tracks, Rob, right? And you're standing there and there's a lever, you can pull the lever and direct the trolley to the other track, and there's one person on that track, but that one person is, say, me. Yeah. Then that, that skews everything. Because mm-hmm. then, it, then it's a matter of you're putting value on one individual's life or your relationship with one individual over five individuals. <clears throat> and, like, I really got to thinking about this this, this dilemma problem. And, like... Again, like I didn't actually think about the whole not if I don't pull the lever that's still technically making a choice. <clears throat> like if you're in a if you're in this situation and those are your two options and you have the time and the means to pull this lever then you have to make the choice regardless you are forced to make a a decision of some fashion mm-hmm. um but like who's to say you know yeah. most people might say oh well i'll save the the many over the few well how do you yeah. know that those five people aren't psychopaths and you know whatever and they just yeah. tied each other up and fucking laid down on the tracks you know what i mean like you don't also, know the people. It's yeah. Also, a lot of people try to get out of it by the well. I would just let it go because I then I'm not involved, that's which true. is why I, I I hesitated. I'm like, <clears throat> if you don't act, that's also a choice. So you're still choosing. Like you have the means to change this, and you're not doing it. That's that's a choice. It's not like you're just like, oh, I have no way to stop this. I'm washing my hands of it. It's like right. no. <laughs> So Devin, what would your choice be? I would just pull the. I would just do whatever, whatever hurts the least amount of people. So you would pull the lever and have it directed towards the one individual. Yep. And now, what if would your would your issue still be the same if that one individual was one of us? Somebody I mean, that you have a personal attachment to. I mean, no. Unfortunately, but no. So you'd still let the trolley hit one of us? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's purely right. a numbers game. I, lo- I love you, but it's purely <clears throat> a numbers game. See, I wouldn't even think twice. If the, if the, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I can't personally tell you what that tells people about me, but if the five people on the tracks were people that I did not know and the one person was somebody that I do have some fashion of a relationship with, like one of you guys, I wouldn't touch the I wouldn't touch the lever at all. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Hmm. You know, I think I would be the same. Uh, now, uh, that was kind of the same question. But. Uh, like, to the point of the people that are like, well, if I don't touch it, then I'm not responsible. Like, I would feel less responsible if my friend was on the other track and I didn't change it and just let it go. But if it was, like, if my friend was the five and I changed it to the other person, I would feel more guilty than if I had not just had not done anything. Like, I know that doesn't really make much sense. Now... Since- both like a choice, but I would feel more guilty if I had to act to change the to change it to hit that one person <laughs> rather than if I was just like, eh, I'm just gonna let it go. Now, what if you 
I have a two-part question now. <clears throat> First, what if you just went over to the lever and you just started switching it back and forth as fast as you could and, and essentially let, quote-unquote, fate decide <laughs> which track this trolley was going to go down based off of you just making it, uh, inserting a, a, a bit of chaos into the, the mix, you know, so to speak. <clears throat> Do you think that helps or hinders the situation or does nothing? I don't really, like, I don't know. I don't think it would help at all, really. Not in, not in my mind, like, because then you're like, Everyone's like, oh, they switched it, we're safe. Oh, wait, they switched it back. Oh, God, we're going to die. Oh, wait, we switched it, we're safe. Like, that seems more of like... <laughs> right. Okay. So now, my other question. If you pull the lever... Hmm. You're making the conscious decision to save the five over the one. Can you or should you be held accountable in any fashion? No. Why not? Because you aren't the one that tied a bunch of people to the tracks. Correct, but you interjected yourself into the problem. We already said that if you did nothing, it was the same as making a choice, so there's no real way to get out of it. <clears throat> yeah, but do you, think the, do you think the legal system would look at, it, look at it that way either? Like I'm saying, would you, would, you, I, would you end up facing legal repercussions for getting involved? I don't think you would face criminal prosecution, but... The family of one of the people that died could potentially sue you in a civil court for making that choice. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I don't. I'm not a big law person, but I'm I'm fairly certain that they wouldn't bring criminal charges because you hadn't really, like, you didn't set up the situation. You had nothing to do with it. You only had that split second decision. I think that's more of like, uh, you know, what? Well, <laughs> you're you have no choice, really, but to let one thing or the other happen. So I don't think they would like put you in jail, but I could definitely see like, especially if you acted, like if you didn't do anything. Actually, I don't know. I guess either way, like the families of the people that died could could be like, yeah, you should have acted, or yeah, I should have stayed out of it. So. Right, but if you if I, I feel legally if you opted to not do anything and you just did not insert yourself into the situation or the equation, mm -hmm. I don't think they have anything to hold you against. Like there, there's no legal precedence that anyone could take. On. No, some states have bystander laws. Like if you can save people and you choose not to, you can go to jail for that. Really? Mm -hmm. So they're forcing people to be heroes. Not necessarily heroes, but, like, say someone's drowning and you could easily save them by throwing them a life preserver and you just stand there and watch them drown. Yeah, you can go to jail for that. Hmm. First, I but did like, not know that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if every state does, but some of them have that. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, it's basically like you're just standing there watching some intervene. Like, I don't think they would do it if you would have to risk your life to do it. Like, say someone was going over Niagara Falls and you were like, well, I can't, I'm not going to try to save you because I'm going to, I could potentially die. Like, I think that they wouldn't, but like, if you easily could save someone without endangering yourself, I'm pretty sure you can go to jail in at least a few states. Right. Huh. Alright. Well, <clears throat> I, I I guess that all everything we talked about right here pretty much answers the second dilemma. <laughs> um, the second dilemma was essentially you've heard the baby problem. 
maybe? If the one was a baby instead of the... No. Uh, essentially, if you had a child or baby, uh, and you, your baby, and your entire town... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how people justify this in their minds. Maybe back in like medieval villages where there's only like 20 people. But it says you, your baby, and your entire townspeople are being chased by a band of bad bandit people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they will kill you if they find you. All of you decide to hide in a secret place and are silently waiting for the bad guys to move away. However, you know your baby will cough or cry and the bandits will hear you they will find you your baby and the townspeople and kill all of you you essentially have two choices kill the baby save the townspeople or let the baby cough and get yourself the baby and all the townspeople killed I would not have put myself in that situation I would have taken I would not have hid with the rest of the town I would have kept going no matter what happened. Yeah. Well, that's the dilemma. That's the whole point. Right? You're put into this impossible situation where apparently a band of, of bad people are chasing down well, an entire town of people. Yeah, <sighs> I know. See, you could choose to keep going and not hide with the people. Like, that would be you. That's a possible choice you could make. Whereas with the trolley, it's supposed to be you just come across it and you had nothing to do. Like, you walk down and it's happening. So you have a split second to make the decision. Like, this is putting you in a situation where, like, you made the choice to hide with people. I would not have made that choice. Okay. I would have continued on with the baby whether we got killed or not. Because, like, if I know the baby's going to make noise, I'm not going to bring people down on the others. I'm also not going to kill my own baby. So it's like, okay, me and the baby are probably still going to die. But we're going to be killed by these guys. I'm not going to bring down everybody with me, basically, kind of thing. Okay. So ultimately, you are altering the problem. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. (laughs) I I don't see how I could end up in. Like, there's no way that I would be forced into that situation uh, that I can see. Like, unless I was hiding there first, and then everybody else came in, like, way after me, and I'd be like, well, fuck you, then. I was hiding here first. <laughs> well, it's kind of think of it like maybe being in the middle of a crowd, too. Like, essentially, if, when a crowd is panicked and they're moving in one direction, you only have that one choice. It's either that or get trampled and probably killed yourself. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I still would not kill my baby. I'd be like, eh. Steve would, would probably have sneezed anyway. <laughs> Plus, you can, there's ways to keep a baby quiet. I've seen it on the uh, freaking what you call it that happened in uh, the zombie show. Uh, why can't I think of the name? The Walking Dead, where the baby was like making noise and they were like, "No." I think you just put your baby in a basket and send him up the river, and hope it works out. That's that's assuming there's a river nearby, though. It this, worked out this, for what's called. Just, just, just send your baby up the Nile. That's fine. But this, this scenario had nothing to do with send your baby up the Nile. It's fine. Okay. T- just tape your mouth. That, that's all. Put a stamp on its forehead and mail it. Just yep. here, FedEx this out of town. <laughs> yep. Send it anywhere but here. <sighs> well, the last dilemma, I think we had talked about before, and. I wanted to retouch upon it because I, it, again, I just kind of fin- I finished watching Lucifer in lieu of uh, the upcoming season uh, coming out in August, um, and this reminded me of one of the characters from there. Uh, for those of you who have seen it, I'm talking about Kane. Uh, for those of you who have not seen Lucifer on Netflix, go watch Lucifer on Netflix. It's a great show. So this question. If you could become immortal on the condition that you would never be able to die or kill yourself, would you choose immortality? Mm, Caveat. There is no caveat. It is exactly the way the question is read. (laughs) Then no. Then no. Like if you got thrown into a wood chipper somehow, some way your your organs and your cells yeah, regrow. Exactly. No. 
you you get everything regrows. You cannot kill yourself. No, you cannot no. be killed. You do not die. Okay, well then, no, I have a question then. Not a caveat, then a question. Uh-huh. Being thrown into the wood chipper, would I still feel the pain of being chopped up into wood yes. chipper? Then no. I, I do not I, watch. I'm, I'm basing <laughs> this off of, as of, like I said, this, this question was kind of stemmed from Lucifer. And the cane on Lucifer did say that he still felt every bit of the pain. He just would always come back. Then he, no. He would end up regrowing if part of him was missing. Uh, if he was completely cut right down the center in wait, half, so like, one wait, side. Do you know about like cane, like cane level of like immortality? Yeah, from Lucifer. Oh fuck yeah, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Okay, now don't even care. Okay. Don't even care. You're gonna watch everyone you know and love die. Yeah, that's fine. I get over. I have an attorney to get over it. All right, now what about like what Rob brought up? What about? The pain that you would you would feel pain if if you were in a circumstance that you would die, but you would just end up healing from it. Pain doesn't really equate to much if you know you're going to be okay in the end of it. <clears throat> well, I mean, pain is still pain. You say so. I mean, it's still pain, but I don't like feeling guess, pain, even though I know I'm going to live. You're not you're not so you're not going to have to deal with I guess the fear that follows like what pain usually is, and that's death. You're not dealing with that, so it's not the end of the world. Okay, yeah, now, now look, people have so much pain that they choose to die instead of feel the pain anymore. Like if you're going to be put through a wood chipper, uh, like, I think ow. I think like. I think you would regenerate faster than the pain that you're talking about, Rob, where you're going to sustain that pain for a long enough period of time that it's literally going to drive you insane. Okay, well, what if we can't, we don't end up developing interstellar travel? Eventually, the Earth's going to be consumed by the sun, so you're just going to be burning in the sun for all eternity. Or, you're looking at it that way, or I just get to be the first man to walk on Mars. I just, like, float through space for a while until I get in Mars orbit. Or you Fun. find another planet that does have some inhabitable I oxygen state. I get absorbed state. by the aliens. I get absorbed by the aliens. It's it's fine. This is, this is fine. I mean, those are unknown questions. Now, I am curious. Okay. So, I am curious, Devin, why would you choose immortality? Just for the sheer experience of it? or Yeah, the sheer experience of it. There's a lot to do. Okay. Yeah. Has to be ripped apart by bears at the beginning of this. I'm just gonna point out. Well, <laughs> now, if I see, if, see, if I was immortal, it wouldn't be getting ripped apart by bears, it'd be getting cuddled by bears <laughs> violently over and over again. <laughs> um, see? now, Dev, so it's let me ask you this if you went to bed tonight, you woke up tomorrow, and you were told you are now immortal, <clears throat> you know, on the same level of Cain. You know, that type of immortality, the type of what we're talking about. Like, what's some of the first things that you would do, knowing that you just out, can't die? I would figure out the fastest way to prop, to, to make a profit off of it. The fastest I'm, way to make a profit. Okay, I, would, I, would, I would be on the Vegas Strip in the fastest period of time. I'd be fucking, yeah. I mean, first off, I would probably, like, okay, no, I'm not going to make that joke. I'm not going to make that joke. I'm not doing that. All right. I'm better than that. Um, but no, I'd be well, like now fucking... I'm now I want to hear the joke. I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be on like the fucking Vegas Strip. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to be on the Vegas Strip, be on like a Vegas show, be like, yo, $100 to shoot me, but you won't do it. Start making money. Start making money. Then I'll let like a, like, a, like a local news crew pick up on it, and then next thing you know, I'm fucking everywhere, man. It's, it's it's fantastic. Now you, now okay. I have, I have another. I have too. I have a question slash scenario for this, uh, Vegas Strip immortality, Devin. Mm-hmm. The second you make that type of thing publicly known, and you can, and it no longer passes off as just magic because you know if you if somebody shoots you and you don't die or the bullet pops back out and then you heal. You understand the government's going to come after you, and they're going to take you and test you. You're just going to let them do whatever they want, knowing that time is no longer a factor. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I if I'm immortal, if I if I, if I want to leave, I'll fucking leave. I'll just break out at some point. What, I mean, I have an eternity. Yeah, but you don't have like superhuman strength. 
I have an eternity. That I don't have to fear their bullets. Right, but I mean, if you're being tested on, chances are you're being essentially strapped down and, and restrained in some fashion. So... I mean, I just, they have to give me up at some point. It's fine. Hmm. All right. I mean, I, I had thought about that previously myself. Like, if I ever became a, that level of immortality, like, and the government found out, I'd have to worry about the government taking me. But then I always thought of, like, okay, I'm immortal. Time no longer means anything. So they'll get whatever answers they want or they won't. And eventually, I, I'm kind of on the same page as Devin as far as, like, eventually I think there would be an opportunity for me to either leave or they would let me go. I would hope. <clears throat> but, Rob, what were you going to say? Oh, well, my second question was because you told Devin that he wakes up the next day and he's immortal. Would I be stuck with my current body, which is out of shape and has pains in my back and all that or oh, you'd be able to work you're not stuck in the shape that you're in you could work towards a better you know physique or whatever well are you sure because you said if i went through a wood chipper my body would reform so how is it going to melt fat away and not reform it would reform to the state it was in when it died i'm just basing this off of kane on on a show yeah well i'm sure kane was in shape when he was he was like, they had to. You had to be back then, basically. I'm sure there was a point in his nothing. life. I'm sure there was a point in his life where he, he got super skinny. Plus, he was he was normal height. People back in that age, they were super tiny. They were like little midget people. Fact. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, third question: How much of my body is immortal? Like, can I cut my hair? Will it just grow back? Can I cut my fingernails, or will they continue to grow forever? Well, I mean, you could cut your fingernails, and they'll grow like they normally would. But they're not going to grow back? Because that kind of seems wrong. If I can cut my finger off and have it grow back instantly, why would not my nails and hair grow back instantly? Listen, Rob, I, I'm not, I don't <laughs> have the answers to these questions. I didn't think this far through, all right? <laughs> Okay, just saying. This yeah. is why I'm doubling down on no. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what if you're able to alter yourself, but ultimately, at the time of death, or at the time of dismemberment, is when your body would eventually regrow to to be that normal state again? I mean, that makes it a little better, but I still would say no, because I'd be afraid I would get trapped in some kind of thing where I'm, like, burning forever, or can't breathe, like, in outer space. Man, that would... <laughs> so, about. I'm not gonna lie. Burning or drowning would be my two big fears. Because, yeah, or, like, suffocating. Yeah, like... Because... So, when you suffocate, you pass out, and eventually you'll die due to lack of oxygen. But then if you regenerate, you're just going to re-suffocate again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not good. I don't... I, I don't... But at the same time now... Who's to say... Now, now, how... Why, 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 why are you pitching the idea of... Uh the world not discovering interstellar space travel ever. I don't know, because we haven't yet. I mean, it, I know it, it's... I mean, it's really hard. They might do it, I mean, it, they're yeah. talking about sending people to Mars to live on Mars. Well, that's inter... Uh, that's still in the solar system. Interstellar means between the stars. Right, I get that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like... I don't know, like, I'm I'm kind of with Devin, like, you guys both got me in a corner now, because at <laughs> first I was with Devin, I was like, yes, I would choose this in a heartbeat, mainly for the experiences of it all. Um, Webby, you would have an infinite like amount of time, but then Rob, Webby, Rob, I think Rob really like threw this. me off with the whole sun exploding, Webby. burning to death thing. Webby, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to blow your mind right now, okay? Alright, alright, I'm hoping. 
who else has immortality like this? Our villain. Oh, that's right. Our villain that we made up. Yep. Who was it? The bald mustache guy. Bald mustache with a dinosaur army. Yeah, dinosaur you, army. You, you could, I could become that guy. I mean, that's true too, Ed, because with infinite amount of time, who's to say you couldn't invent or, or discover interstellar, interstellar space travel? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But there, I actually saw a thing about um, like regenerative or in in like uh, people that were difficult to kill, like like Wolverine and stuff, where they're like, okay, so there are these percentages of amounts of some bad things that are going to happen to you. If you live forever, those percentages increase because you live forever. So like it's they're like they're going over the potential of getting trapped somewhere. But like if you're if you live forever, the potential of getting trapped somewhere that you can't escape goes up to like eighty percent at some point in your eternal life. So you're like because you said we don't you don't have anything other powers. You're just human and you live forever. So if you get like trapped in a cave in or something like that, you're just stuck there for who knows how long, trying to dig through the rocks with your fingers. <laughs> it's stuff like that. You're not gonna you're gonna gonna have food, but you can't starve. Like you're gonna feel like you're starving, but you won't starve. If you don't have water. You're going to be in a bad way, but you don't actually ever die. So, like, things like that. <laughs> like, there are the kinds of things that people don't think of when they think of immortality. Like, how likely it is that certain things are going to happen to you. You could be on a ship, and it springs a leak, and then you're stuck underwater forever. Because it takes, like, you can't breathe. You have to walk through the ocean to get somewhere that's on land. If you're in space, like even if you have a ship, sometimes ships fail function. You can get blown out into space, and then you're floating through the void, freezing and not able to breathe, like things like that. <laughs> but you're still alive. So the potential for things to happen to you the longer you live increases the percentage that something like that could happen to you. Rob, listen. I'm going to need you to not think about stuff like this. What? When we're talking about the superpowers. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Don't bring logic into this. Okay, fine. Nope. You guys are right. <laughs> Eternal party. Woohoo! Gonna live forever. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> she says kill all humans, but then she gets to live forever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I don't have answers for anything that you you bring up, Rob. I just don't. I don't. I don't like some of the stuff you bring up, like burning I'm over sorry. and over and over again, regenerating and burning over and over again. Yeah, yeah. sucks. I'm trying to think out. I'm trying to think my way out of it. <laughs> I don't know. What did Rob bring up? Just the whole, like, being stuck somewhere and suffocating and dying and then regenerating and then suffocating and dying again. No. Or, like, it's fine. Re, you know, doing it's things fine. over and over, like, reburning to death. No, no, no. You, you, how, you're forgetting something. How is it fine? <laughs> Evolution. Eventually, you will evolve to be immune. Huh. Never, never thought about that. It'll Rob, suck for Rob? like counter couple, counter it'll, argument, Rob. It'll <laughs> suck for a couple million years, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, I, I could do without the couple million years of suffering. Oh, Rob, you know, still, I still say no. Never gain, never ventured, right? <laughs> never ventured, never gain. There you go. That's what I mean. Now, Devin, is there a chance through evolution that say, okay, so say sun, the Rob's scenario of the sun expanding and burning the planet, and I I I burn to a crisp and die and reborn and die. Is there a chance that through evolution I become like a phoenix bird person sure. that can sure. survive in fire. Sure, why not? I, dope. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> no reason why you can't. No reason. There you go, Rob. Okay. Evolution. Like Devin said, only a couple million years of, you know, torture, but 
after that, you're golden until the next thing that kills you over and over and over again that you have to evolve from. Yeah, I think eventually. Then... I think honestly, I think eventually you would end up like who's that Marvel superhero that just adapts on uh, on the whim. No, no, not, not shot. Uh, you eventually you end up like just like you end up like Doomsday eventually. But but like <laughs> every every scenario, it's just like his body literally adapts on the fly. Like instantly, the Borg. No, not the Borg. That's a Star Trek thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, they do that too. Oh, well, I'm talking uh, Darwin. Is that his name? Probably. Uh, sounds S- right. Something like that. Yeah, yes. Darwin. Yep. Um, I think eventually your body would just end up, you know, doing that. Like it's just like okay, we obviously need to evolve into these things, so our body's just gonna. Evolve faster. Who knows? We don't know how evolution works. Some people don't even believe in evolution. Yeah, and it would be then it would be great for a long, 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 long time until Mm -hmm. eventually the universe will stop expanding and all the stars will burn out, and then it's just you alone in the cold, cold dark. How do you know the universe? My life already like that. So what's the difference? Hello, darkness, my (laughs) old friend. It's been a while since I made a Simon and Garfunkel reference. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what are you, some sort of crazy-ass scientist who knows what's happening with the universe? Kind of. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I, I am very how, interested in astrology. How so. do you know that it will eventually one day end? Because it's been sussed out. How do you know there's not other universes out there that will just spawn uh, well, that's one of the theories of how humanity could exist if, once that happens, is that they could find a way to breach into a new dimension. But, again, very, very difficult. <laughs> but, I mean, with a, tr- a couple trillion years to, to do it, I'm sure maybe they'll find a way. Hmm. I'd be a supervillain. Not saying that I'm changing the subject or anything, but <laughs> if I had that type of power... I'd be a villain. They'd have to find go, a way. They, 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 then they, then I would be thrown away into a hole. I was gonna say they're gonna keep putting you in prison forever until, like Devin says, you escape. But then they're gonna recatch you and put you back in prison. Like it's gonna be a big cycle of you being in prison and not in prison. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Probably shouldn't be a villain. I don't think nope. things not are. unless you add other powers on top of the immortality. <clears throat> I don't think that's it. Laser eyes. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Laser eyes and immortality. There, you can be. You can be. Uh, I forget what powers did our supervillain have other than immortality, or was that it? Yeah, he was smart. Immortality. He had a bunch of stuff. I forgot. Have to go back and let's do our episode. Where we create a supervillain. All right. Well, so Devin raises his hand for immortality. I'm with him. I'm giving it a thumbs down. Through much debate. Now, what if me and Devin became immortal and we were like, Rob, come on. Come on, join us. Come on. We can all be immortal together. Rob's like, no, I can't because Matilda won't be immortal. What if we can make Matilda immortal? Like, what if the person, like, say, say it started with Devin. Devin woke up one day. He was immortal. He, you know, with all all the things we've talked about, and he had the option of turning, essentially, one other person immortal. And then he turned me immortal. And then when I was immortal, I had the option of turning one other person immortal. I would turn you immortal. Uh... And then you could turn Matilda immortal. And then we would cut off the power. <laughs> oh, you'd be like, hey, maybe Rab's trapped in a cave like he was talking about way back when we were out here. <laughs> See, then me, then me and Devin could come help <laughs> dig you out from the other side. Plus, Matilda would be great at digging at that point. Uh, I mean, if there were more people that were immortal, it would it might be better. All you need is us, Rob. Peer pressure. Yay. <laughs> Peer pressure. What? I said, all you need is us. Peer pressure. Oh, did I mess my volume up again? No. All right. 
I can hear you. Okay. <sighs> but all in all, Rob, you're giving the thumbs down. Devin, I'd be immortal with you, buddy. Dope. We could share our misery with the masses. Dope. Uh, I'm so excited. We could make a game of it. I'm down. Could try like topple countries. Like, okay, who who, who can who can get the a country so depressed that they just kill off all their citizens first? <laughs> God, that's such a bad thing to say. Anyway, Edquist didn't even chuckle at that. Well, I was thinking that I might be able to do it first. Oh shit! I will convince, I will convince you not to take immortality with my depressing talk at the end of the universe. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Now, okay, so Devin, mm-hmm. let me ask you this, and I, I'm going to put the caveat of nothing too out of control. But then that's going to raise the question of, oh, well, what do you consider out of control? Blah blah blah. Anyway, if you had, if you could have one additional quote unquote power to go along with your immortality, mm-hmm. what, what would it be? Something to help ease your immortality. Stop. Oh, you broke up. What's up? Trying to think. And Rob, would you choose immortality if you knew you could get a power with it? Yes. Oh, okay. Teleportation. What about the whole end of the world universe thing? Again, teleportation. (laughs) I wouldn't be trapped anywhere. You know what? (laughs) I'll just combine legit immortality with invulnerability. There we go. Now you can't even get hurt. Yep. I just live my life out here in the street. See, I was thinking along the same lines of like super strength, but kind of like how like everybody with super strength, their their muscles are so dense that they are invulnerable kind of thing. Like that. That'd be me. Then I would be a super villain, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well. I had it one other moral question, but it's really not even a question. I don't, I don't understand how it's even on this list. Um, there were th- apparently three famous moral dilemma questions that would really make you think. This one by far didn't. It didn't make me think. I didn't understand. It's called the prisoner's dilemma. So you're a member of a gang. We'll call it the Simply Unprofessionals. And you've been arrested with another member of your gang. Both of you are confined away from each other. You have no way of communicating with the other member. The police does not have enough evidence to convict both of you with a major charges and instead offers you and the other member a bargain. So you have two choices. You can remain silent or you can betray the other member and testify that he has committed the crime. Which would yep. you do? Well, first off, if they're not able to, like, if they're at the point where they're offering, like, uh, like split deals, they don't have enough evidence to win it in court, so I'm just going to shut up and take it to court. Rob? Okay, see, the reason it's called the prisoner's dilemma is because... I don't know why they don't have it in there, but the police are basically offering you uh, to walk. You can walk if you tell on the other prisoner. Like you're free to go. This they're they're going to be jailed. This this however this says nothing about being able to walk. It even gives me the the outcome. No, I know, but that's what the prisoner's dilemma is supposed to be. They're telling you you testify against your your partner, but it otherwise like if you both stay silent, you could get lesser charges or they might not there they might lose however they're making the same deal to your partner that he could walk if he testifies against you right so you have to, to trust this other person 
to either not say anything and not take the deal, or if you think they're going to take the deal, you have to take it. Basically, first if you basically if you both take so the deal, why, you want to both taking the deal. I don't know why this is. This yeah, basically, basically, the, if you want to both taking the deal, basically, you either like, both go to jail or it just gets terrible. I think Rob's having an audio issue again. Yeah, he was. His audio lagged behind. But yes, Devin, you point. are correct. Yeah, I mean it. It yeah, it is what it is. So I mean, but... the the three outcomes are: if you betray the other member and he remains silent, you will be set free and he serves three years in prison. But all, this also works vice versa. If you if you remain silent and he betrays you, they'll uh, then you'll serve three years in prison. If you betray B, if you betray the other member and he betrays you too, you both serve two years in prison. Or C, if you both remain silent, you both only serve one year in prison. <clears throat> Based off of the charges that they have against you and blah, blah, blah. Be quiet. I follow the advice of the, of the SU lawyer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that, that is correct. Now, Rob, what would your, what would your choice be? Uh, I mean, like I said, it depends on if I trusted the other person who wouldn't talk. If it's well, seeing as though the gang is the simply unprofessionals, it'd be me or Devin. Well, fine then. Yes, I would stay silent. Okay, I'm writing. I'm writing. I'm writing Rob out super fast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Figures. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, I'd stay silent. Now, if might we insi- might be sitting there like, not only did he commit the crime, his dog's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> We have it on tape. He admits I it. I don't think three years is enough. I think we need to go push push for five. <laughs> oh man! He's always disparaging those gays too. When? When? <laughs> no, I'm saying you said that about me. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's always bashing on him. Yeah, there goes the Nazi propaganda. You can hear it from yep. here. We got it on recording. Yeah, I I didn't think this last one was had much of a dilemma part to it. Like I understood the dilemma of the question, but um, I mean, yeah, especially like if you know the gang member, you would know whether or not you trusted that person, you know. And I mean, uh, since I made the gang the simply unprofessionals, I, I assumed the other gang members it would be any combination of us three. I wouldn't say shit. I don't. I mean. I honestly wouldn't even care Tell if you guys, yeah. if well, you guys took like, the deal and testified against me and I got three years in jail, whatever. I, you know? Yeah. I mean, in the in a gang, you don't always know everybody right. really well. Right. Which is what the problem is. Like, that, it's a tactic the police use all the time. That's why I call the prisoner's dilemma. Because they always separate you and try to get one to talk on the other. And they're like, oh, you're... And they'll, they'll usually lie and say, oh, your friend already said blah, blah, blah about you. <laughs> so we're just writing it up. Unless you have something to refute it. But that's like, they use those tactics all the time. Huh. Devin. Yeah? You and I go both get dragged into a, a, a police station. They separate us. Mm-hmm. A cop walks in after, you know, after a couple hours of letting us stew and us not talking or whatever. A cop walks in and starts starts telling you that I said such and such about you, you know, and that and that I'm over in the other room singing like a bird. What do you think? Hmm. Hmm. Well, first things first, I look at the cop. I look him up and down. I'd be like, can I get a Coke, please? I'd ask for a Coke. He'd pour it into one of those styrofoam cups, and then the second you reach it, it, he slaps it. (laughs) Because that's the kind of douchebag cop that this guy is. (laughs) I'll look at it, I'll be like, I don't trust the man that would waste a Coke. He pours you another Coke and slides it over. Too late now. You lost my trust. Damn it. He takes off his tie and he hangs himself. <laughs> People think it's you. <laughs> when that happens, I clearly point 
at the man hanging himself, and I say, clearly this man that arrested me was not mentally stable, so therefore I should be able to walk on grounds of <laughs> false arrest. <laughs> oh, man. SU lawyers ain't got nothing on us. Bottom exactly, because I am Sir Bigglesby Third Esquire, attorney at law. It's true. Dude, I don't know. If a cop ever came in saying, oh, Robert, Devin, they said this shit about you, and they're over there, they're fucking, they're taking the deal, and we just want your side of the story. I'd be, I'd be like, dude, I want it on video or that shit didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would, if they walked in and said that to me, I'd be like, what did he say about my dog? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? What did he say about my dog? He said he's cute. Liars! He would have said she was a Nazi! <laughs> <laughs> Liars! <laughs> he's called my dog a Nazi a million times! <laughs> One more time wouldn't change anything. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Well, hey, that was the issue that I had. <clears throat> like I said, I watched a couple shows. They asked, they posed some interesting questions that I wanted to bring up to you guys. And uh, for the listeners out there, let me know what your your answers would be to some of these these questions, like the trolley question. Um. I had known about this d- dilemma for a long time. I had never actually known the actual trolley question or problem, I guess. Um, <laughs> the trolley game is so much fun. Have I want to play it really bad. <laughs> uh, it was really fun to watch on board AF. Uh, but with that, that's that's all I got. Uh, do either of you have any type of moral dilemma questions or any questions about... Any of the things that we've talked about tonight that maybe I skimmed over an answer because I tend to do that a lot and not answer one things. One day, one day, if we are absolutely ever out of ideas and we don't know what to do, I will dedicate an entire SU episode to the longest joke in the world. Is that an actual thing? It, it actually is a thing. If you go to um, longestjokeintheworld.com, it is there. It, it, it amounts to 42 meters of scrolling. If you were to, like, to print this page out and lay it down. It, yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. But I yeah. can't. Pro- is okay. Is the punchline at least good? Honestly, I've never finished it just because I haven't had the time. So one day I, I will come in and read through this whole thing. I cannot promise that I will sit here and listen. That's fine. The whole time. <clears throat> it's a lot of scrolling. It is. It starts off like this. Like, so there's a man crawling through the desert. He just, he decided to try his SUV in a little bit of cross-country travel. Had a gr- had great fun zooming over the badlands and through the sand. We lost Rob. He's back now. <laughs> yeah, and then it just keeps going. It's like paragraphs. It's like 50, it's like 60 paragraphs. It's long as shit. But one day, if we absolutely ever run out of episodes, we have nothing to do, I will sit here and read the fucking joke. And then we will see at the end of the joke if I can still talk. If it was worth it. Yes. If it was worth it. Yes. All right. I I have a longer joke. It's not super long, but uh, it's one I posted. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because it just came up yesterday in a memory. So apparently, I posted it three years ago on Facebook. I don't think Devin like shirt it? would fit on Facebook. No, this isn't. This isn't really long. Like it's like three paragraphs. Okay. Okay. So here's the story. A couple years ago, one night, I was about to propose to my girlfriend when my roommate Joseph barged into the room out of nowhere. He tripped and fell over, breaking a glass table with his face. Totally ruined the mood. Now, I don't know Joseph that well. I don't even remember where he was from. But let's just say I put my plans on hold to help him get through his injuries. Joseph had gotten a big glass shard in one of his eyes, making him completely blind in that eye. He was walking around with one of those cotton patches over his eye for a couple months. Then suddenly he disappeared along with my girlfriend. Apparently, they'd bonded during the time he spent helping him with his injuries and eloped together, leaving me behind without so much as a note. I tried to track them down, but I never could. So in conclusion, if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd have been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I hate <laughs> First, I hate you. Second, I hate the joke. Third, I hate the fact that that joke was about a song I actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would like it. Here's here here's my here's my moral dilemma, people. 
All right. Um, you get into a car accident. All right. You get into a car accident. It's not good. You're conscious. They're in the hospital. You're not going to make it. The doctors tell you you're not going to make it. Upon hearing the news, both your parents have heart failure and drop a heart attack. Your heart is still in good condition. Who do you sign your heart over to? Are you talking about I would make between your mother and your father. And who do you sign your heart over to? Oh man. Uh, honestly, with situations being the way they are currently, I would have to say my mother because I would say that giving it to my father would not benefit him in the slightest. I feel like we should have came with like a spoon or something. Just like a spoon slide around the corner at you the head. God damn it. So what? What happened? I, I feel like a spoon. Like when you said that, I felt like a spoon or something was going to fly around the corner and hit you in the head. Oh. No. I would choose to die and let my siblings short that mess out. <laughs> Rob just shoots the nope out of his own responsibilities. I got yep. you. I got you. <laughs> I'm dying anyway. It's not like they can blame me for anything. <laughs> And after making that decision, Devin, if Rob started telling me a joke again, I would reach over and unplug whatever machine was keeping me alive. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm That's good. not even I'm a good. dilemma. That is a, I hated a that joke so much. <laughs> I would choose the sweet release of death over hearing something like that again. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. We're over the hour mark. Rob, Devin, we need a life advice with Devin. Life advice with Devin. Okay. Not, I know you're not in the greatest of moods tonight, but... No, 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 that's not true. The fans I mean, I'm need not... us. You're right. They do. They defend... Defend... You guys didn't do a life advice with Devin last week. Did I not? Nope. Oh, well, it's okay. I, I, I wasn't really feeling up to give him life advice. Um, hmm. Good life advice. I'm like dried out on life advice and like I need some. Like I hate when I have to go. I hate when I have to go to Google and like get like some life advice like inspiration may you be a half hour into heaven before the devil knows you're dead it's going uh i have an old irish proverb that could be your your life advice well it's not really advice you know but there you go i got it this is like like this is like zen moment this is just good in general life advice uh your past influences your present people so Deal with it. Does like, your present then influence your future? Yes, because the present become the presence become your present becomes the future's past. But your 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 future becomes the present's present. No. Well, no. The future, future becomes, becomes the, the present. Yeah, your future becomes the present. Like the present becomes the past. So basically, every step of the way. Your influence. That's why people are like, I want to go back and change this. I'm like, you wouldn't be the same person you are right now. Like, I just watched that episode wildly, of Supernatural. You'd be wildly different. I just watched that episode of Supernatural where Balthazar unsunk the Titanic and prevented it from sinking. And all hell was set loose. Uh, so I don't recommend going back and changing anything. Yeah, I mean, no. But I mean, on a more positive know... and actual down-to-earth note, have I made mistakes in my life? Yes, I have. Are, are there things in my life that I regret? Uh, that's, a, that's a strong word for me. I tend to not regret things because every mistake that I've ever made in my life, every bad decision I've ever made, everything made me who I am today. And I like to think that I am a good person today every bad decision becomes the foundation in which good decisions are built on yeah so there you go there you go it took a minute to get there but there's a life advice every bad decision 
becomes the foundation in which good decisions are built on. There we go. It took a way to get there, but there we go. Fun science fact with Rob. <laughs> Fun obscure science fact, we'll say. Oh, no, here we uh, go. Yeah. The Enquist uh, Science Corner. Don't think that it's possible to go back in time. One, because that's not the way time flows. And two, we would have seen people coming back from the past, all, from the future already. But they do think it might be possible to jump forward in time, but then you wouldn't be able to come back. Now, let me ask you this. They're saying that they're, they don't think it's possible to go back in time because that's not the way time flows. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much making it like comparing it to like uh, moving water, like a river. Yeah, I mean it's not people uh, can people can swim up river. You can fight a current. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? I with, look at time who, more as like thing, a but, I look at time as more yeah, like a I mean, it's like not, it's, like a, imagine like a movie camera constantly going, and there's just film reel coming out. You can't you can jump back and look, but it's already done. You can't you can't change that. You can't edit that. It's just well, who's it's to say there. you can't rewind that film reel and print over it. It won't be pretty, but I think it uh, plausibly, I think it would be doable. I mean, I do. I mean, I do think time travel time and travel, all of this time talk makes my nose possible. bleed. I think time travel is actually possible. Just it's it would require. I'll say this before we get to the point of time travel. I think we would have to pretty much master light speed travel. So when that happens, then I think you could look at it that way. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. My minuscule science information and minuscule science brick—that's how I feel about it. I feel like we would need to. Uh, I'm no big brain science guy either, by any means. But I'm saying all those scientists are dumb. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> This will be the last science corner with Rob there ever was. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's contention for good debate and good talk. Yeah, in fact, I have lots of little obscure science facts actually, so we could do this as a segment. That's good. I <laughs> actually want to do an episode down. where we break down the science of like the whole Star Trek transporter thing. I'm gonna try to get Bill and the science guy to come on here and that would be science. phenomenal. It would be. It's not going to work, but it would be phenomenal. Yep. All right. So, Rob, where can people find you on the internet if they want to come yell you, at you or, or, or scream at Matilda? You can come find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X on Twitter or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. Or Matilda has Matilda underscore DMV at her Twitter. And, Devin, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie, and you can find me on Twitch at Me. And as always, you can find me on eBay. Looking for love in Brooklyn. Looking for love in Brooklyn? Yep. Oh, snap. And as always, everybody, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jax Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, and on Instagram at Patrick.Webster52, where I post some shit sometimes. I don't know. It's whenever the mood strikes hey, me. He's the king of New York. He's the king of New York. God, I love Newsies. All right, everybody. <laughs> fuck Booster Gold. I love Newsies. Have a great night. We love you. And stay safe. Bye. Bye. New shoes with matching laces. <laughs> Corduroy box that he said racist. He's the king of New York. A porcelain tub with boiling water. Saturday night with me is done. Oh, yeah.